Haley. Welcome back to today's podcast episode. I know you're probably like, wow, these episodes are popping out. Yes, when whenever the vibe comes, that's when I'm like, okay, it's time to press record and use that moment to really double down and pass the message. I know there's just, it's a lot when it comes to social media. And I don't know if you've seen it on social media, but it's just everything that we have that is a creative outlet, some kind of way the world finds a way to turn it into a job, right? Instead of posting when it feels good to you or sharing thoughts when they come to you or, you know, going silent when you're being called to be quiet and to get into your working moments. Those are taken away because of this idea of that you always have to be on, you always have to be posting, you have to do seven to 10 times a day, you need to do this, you need to do that. And it's it's really going to be prevalent to you very soon that burnout is real and taking a break is okay. Now, first, I hope you're doing well. I hope you are really just easing into the fall time. It is pumpkin spice time. We have four months left in the year. It is time to just fully move into a season of um, hibernation. And here's the thing now. If you're not in a season of preparing for hibernation, you're in a season where it's like, okay, I need to get on my grind. Embrace that season, right? Embrace what that season comes with and really start to double down on what your seasons look like. Now, for myself, I work with um, an astrologer and I look at my charts and I do those things to really learn more in depth about myself because I feel like if you are going to be in the world, not of the world, but if you're going to be in the world, it does help you to learn how to maneuver through it. Um, You know, when you are an esthetician, right? You got to learn how to maneuver in these aesthetic streets because if not, you're going to bring your old mentality, your old thought process, your hustle man tactics into an industry that was not designed to be that way. Traditionally, um, aesthetics is a fancy name, but traditionally self-care really rooted from back in the day, right? With Cleopatra, when she was preparing herself, right? Her preparations for her enhancement and really, you know, doing her milk baths and running her nourishing oils and and really beautifying herself. And when we turn everything into a job and into a hustle, we take away that moment of preparation because it's like, well, it's got to get done in this hour. Let's get it done. Let's knock it out. Let's do it. But the preparation that's required for you internally and externally has no time limit. And so we have to really look at it that way. So listen, we're going to get into this today. We're going to get into it. So I hope you are ready. And I hope this message definitely blesses you. Now, I was talking to my therapist and I absolutely love talking to her because we can connect on a level where it's like where you sit in therapy and you're asking questions and you're like, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? Really? She has a way of breaking it down to where you're like, okay, what are you feeling? What's going on in your mind, right? What things are happening for you? 
Not this cookie cutter therapy, like, well, how did they make you feel? No, it's like, what's going on in your world? What is your perception of what's going on? And let's work through that. Because when you're in this world, you got to understand how you perceive life is not the same as how somebody else perceives life, right? You might be stressed over a $200 bill, but you might have somebody else that's like, oh, $200. Oh, here you go. And it's nothing. It's like a $2 bill, right? So that's where you you have to constantly work on improving your lens and improving your perception because nobody else has the same exact life experience that you have. And this right here is actually one reason why I love and hate the word blueprint. I love and hate the word blueprint because even though I have a program called Blueprint, it amazes me how many people run to the program because they expect it to be a step-by-step tell me how to run my business. A blueprint is never designed to be your robot user manual. It's designed to help you maneuver into the blueprint of the environment that you are in. Case in point, if I'm explaining to you how to go to the hood and maneuver on the streets, who not to talk to, who's the big dog, who's the person that um, causes problems, who's the heavy hitter, who's the one that's quick to grab their weapon. If I'm walking you through that, I'm giving you the layout of the land. I'm giving you the blueprint of the land. And I'm telling you, this is what this current environment is doing. So if you're going to come into it, here's how you can maneuver into it. Right? You still got to be you. You still got to make your own name. You still got to you know, earn your reputation and respect out here, but here's the layout of the land. Okay. Same as in a corporate environment, they're going to walk you through training. They're going to show you, okay, well, you know, here's the break room. Okay. There's Bob. He's always in a break room. Don't talk to him. Okay. You got Becky over here and Becky's going to, you know, if she sees you're available to talk, she will talk to you all day. So you need to make sure that you keep it, keep it like you always on the phone when she come around. Like if somebody's giving you the layout of the land, they're giving you the blueprint of the environment. That's when you come in and you're like, okay, I'm going to learn for myself. But understanding that if something happens that I was already warned about, they already gave me the blueprint. So when I'm given the blueprint and we have other educators giving the blueprint, we're giving it to you from a total bird's eye view. This is what the internet is doing. This is what the aesthetic industry is doing. This is what the customers are wanting. This is what your area will have. And you should go look in your own area and make sure that that matches. But when you come in and you're like, oh, it's a blueprint. It's just going to tell me what to do. You're missing that piece that's going to require you to critically think and move. And see, this is the part where we don't want to be honest about that, right? We want to have a successful business and we see people that we deem as successful and we turn around and we just want exactly what they have. We've gotten to the point where we idolize exactly what they have. I want a booming business like her. I want a luxury apartment. I want a G-Wagon. I want to have a man. Lord, do it for me. I see you doing it for her. But then we don't understand 
what that person has to do to maintain it. And that's where we have to start asking more questions and start really maneuvering through like, okay, this is this is what I see, right? And so now I have to see how I can get what I want, but understanding this is what's going on. You understand if you show the same angles as another influencer and it's a luxury vehicle that there's going to be so many people that's like, I want it, claim it. I got it. Yes, yes, yes. But what symbols are we putting on that? Do you have to have a Mercedes? Do you have to have a Beamer? Do you have to have that exact thing? Or is that just showing you that person's copy of something else? Or is that authentically what they want? And these are the things that we're not talking about there are so many blueprints in the world but if you're looking at them as something that you need to have when you don't have it you're going to feel inadequate so it makes sense why so many people are depressed right now because you don't have the luxury apartment because you don't have the 10k month because you don't have the the luxury car because you don't have the vacation because you don't have you know the trip to bali or because you're not getting rubbed on in the maldives or you're not laying on a hammock over the clear water but in the bungalow like you're gonna feel like oh my gosh i don't have those things so something must be wrong with me but see you're not understanding that those very things that you idolize there are people that are doing things to maintain it that you're unaware of And so you have to ask yourself, am I willing to do what they did to get what they got? Or could this just be a symbol of the possibilities that my life can have, but I need to do some inner work to figure out, okay, God, okay, universe, okay, higher power, what do I need to do for me to where When I look for the things that I want, I can stay in integrity to get them. We really got to think about that. If you're sitting all day at work and you are booked and busy and you go home, you got to deal with your home life, you know, you got to do all these things and you're feeling like you don't have time in the day to do all the things you need to do. And then you turn around and your hour, two hour, three hour, five hours of escape are to look at somebody online To where they've taken you through their whole day. Hey girl, yeah, you know, I'm hopping in my car and I'm doing this and we're going to get our nails done. We can do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And now you're feeling inadequate because you're like, dang, I can't wait for my life to look like that. When at the end of the day, you don't know what they had to do to maintain it. You don't know that when they turn that camera off and they're trying to condense that whole day into five to 10 minutes for a vlog and then they're trying to upload it, that they're not getting smacked around in the background or that they don't have a sugar daddy that they are are having to finance their life. Now, this is not getting on the person and what they do 
to make a living. This is coming back to you to say, if you see things in life that you want, it is okay to want them, but you also have to understand that you have to know what they did to maintain it. Running a business with a team will run you crazy if you don't invest in a coach or invest in the correct skills you need to manage it. This is why so many mentors say, who do you need to become? Who do you need to become? When I was younger and I would be so anxious, literally, you know, a lot of you know that I worked in the nightlife. In that time, I was not aware of my power. Even in the dark, I had a light. People would tell me, hey, you ain't supposed to be here. Like this, this ain't the place for you. And because of that, it led to me being protected in that time when so many people were getting carjacked, getting followed home, getting, uh, you know, assaulted and things like that. It would be so many people attracting to me to be like, let me walk you to your car. Let me make sure you got this. Hey, don't come up to the club today. There's something going on. Hey, you good? Hey, what's up? See, some of you have a light where you have angels that are coming up to you like like a moth to a flame because they're coming to protect you. And while you are looking at the blueprint, right? At that time in the nightlife, I'm looking at the blueprint like, okay, in order for me to maneuver here, I need to do exactly what she said. She said, I need to come in here. Don't get close to these people. I need to dance like this. I need to put my money here. I need to clean myself this way. I need to not drink this. I need to drink this. I need to do this. And so people could be sharing with you their survival manual. And you're taking their survival manual and you're expecting to thrive with it. You're expecting to grow. You're expecting to have so much with that survival manual that they gave you. They're trying to tell you how to survive in a place like that. If they're sharing with you that blueprint, it's not designed for you to then adopt it and take it on as your best practice. It's designed for you to be like, okay, I took what you said. I know. Okay, got it. I know how to maneuver this environment because now I know if I ever had to go back into that environment because of life experience, because of things I've learned, I now know how to balance the light and the dark. I now know how to speak up for my, myself. I now know how to see somebody and read their nonverbals and say, OK, this person is not in the mood. Let me go over there and let me talk to them or let me not talk to them or let me look at them. Let me see if they're going to look my way. Now I know how to have my own way in the way of how they run that particular environment. And I hope I'm not losing you here because I really want to take outside experiences and bring it home for you in the aesthetic industry. A lot of people ask me, why am I so against discounting? And my thing is, discounting is not the main thing that I'm just so against. Okay. Discounting, I get that. I, I get the word and I get how it can trigger people. But my thing is, in our industry, okay, 
when you understand the layout of the land, you also have to look at who created that environment. Okay, I hope you're following. You might need to take notes on this because I need you to look at this from a bird's eye view. Okay, when you look at pictures from when facials and all these things were really becoming popular, most of these videos are from the 50s, right? The 40s, okay? When there are people that are not of color that are showing, well, here's how we prepared the preparations and here's how we, you know, put the things on the face. And now she's amazing. She's a beautiful woman and we came in and transformed her life. But when you look at other inspirational ideas, you don't see those things as much for us. You don't see back in the 20s or back in the 1800s, a black person getting a facial because that was not our main priority at the time. So this is why when we come in to what was closed off as more of a higher caliber type of treatment, right? And you understand, okay, back with Cleopatra, okay, they had a private quarters, okay? She had her her uh, her maidens that prepared her, right? There's a certain level of privacy and royalty that comes with that, right? Why is that example diluted today? It's become a mockery. When you look at the white aesthetics versus aesthetics of color, you can see the clear difference. And it's because we didn't take the blueprint and learn how to maneuver in the blueprint. It's one thing to say, I'm going to just make it my own. I'm going to do what I want to do and make it my own. But how can you make something your own if you never go back and give homage to where it started? When someone is showing you this is what the environment looks like. You're thinking that you're a part of the luxury aesthetic industry and you say it's luxury, but it's almost like putting makeup on a clown. If you put makeup on a clown, it's a clown and the clown is going to laugh and kiki and entertain and do what he needs to do. But it doesn't mean that the people watching the clown are coming to laugh with him. So if you're in the circus, a lot of people are going to choose not to go to the circus. I don't want to be entertained. I didn't come here to, to be entertained then there's going to be other people that are going to say, oh, the people love to be entertained. Let me hire some clowns. Let's entertain the people. Chop, chop. Let's entertain them. $5 at the door. Let's go. And then there'll be other people that walk in and say, this is a great business idea. Who's the owner? I need to know how to invest so we can duplicate this. Then there'll be another person to say, I'm a great marketer. Let's go ahead and market the circus. 
Yes, let's market the circus. How many clowns do we need? 10 clowns? I got it. I can market it. Hey, y'all, come on. We need more clowns. You can make all this money as a clown. And at the end of the day, the clown is still the clown. Is the clown happy? Is the clown sad? Nobody knows and nobody cares because he's made up. Now, I don't know how you're going to take that particular metaphor, but where in your life are you making yourself up and it's not fitting the way you thought it was going to fit? See, if we look at back in the day, right? And I keep going to back in the day because time repeats itself. If we go back in the day, right? If, if we look at Michael Jackson, remember the time video and his reenactment of back in the day, the kings and the queens and they're entertained. Okay. When it was a jester out there looking a fool and acting a fool, they were like, next. I'm not dealing with this. Next. 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 I'm not settling for mediocrity. But when Michael came out there and did his show and and transformed and now all of a sudden the queen's like, okay, I like this. But if you're settling to be the jester, you're settling to be the clown and you're transforming the jester. The clown is just the jester. The jester was the joker. The clown today is the conformity and chaos and acting a fool online and, and carrying on. So if you seek to only entertain people, then do that. Do that. But if you're seriously trying to make impact, it's going to require you to go away from just trying to be entertaining. It's going to require you to go away from just being distracted by things that are getting eyes, but are not making moves. In order to be in a position of power in your life and your business, to be able to make the moves that work for you, okay, it requires you to walk away from things that conformity and popularity and all these other things. It's not popular to say, this is not going to fly here. It's not popular to say, Ladies, we're not doing that. We're going to carry ourselves with dignity. We're going to carry ourselves with poise. We're going to not wear bonnets and we're going to dress like women of virtue. And we're going to speak in a way that is compelling, but also of authority. And we are also going to build wealth in a way that doesn't affect our integrity. It's not popular to say that. To sit in your power and to say, I don't go and dance for the people and wait for them to come around and drop a dollar in a hat. I sit on my throne because my castle needs tending to. Your castle needs tending to. You don't have time to watch other people's lives of what they 
they do and they're being a jester and they condense it to three to five minutes for you to love it and like it and say, amen, I can't wait for it to happen to me. And now your life is dictated by how many eyes you can get to see, how many drops in the bucket you can get, how many, how, how popular you can be by acting a fool. And this is why you're going to start seeing influencers start to disappear. They are realizing, I don't want to perform. I don't want to entertain. I don't want to do a jig and get a dollar. I don't want to do that. And you have to ask yourself, what am I building? I now have the blueprint to see how the luxury aesthetic feel is. And I know that in order to get in there, the clients I want to see, I can't come in there jigging, talking about, a percent off because that's not how that environment flows and anyone that's selling you their survival manual will tell you let me go in there and do a little jig and now hey anybody want it anybody want it but no we don't have to beg people to go to Le Grand in Paris we don't have to beg people to go to Paris they get there and Paris remains Paris and Paris turns the lights on and ooh, ah, all across the world, they see it and they aspire to go there. But if you are constantly trying to to do the most, OK, this is beyond discounting. If you're trying to do the most, you are making a job out of something God designed to be creative for you. Your gifts are you. Your gifts are you. When I started doing the podcast, I was like, okay, well, they're saying I need to do video and they're saying I need to do YouTube and they're saying I need to do this and they're saying I need to do that. Well, no, my thing is, listen, I just want to have a conversation with me and you and we, we all, we traveling, we got things to do. So whoever really wants to get the information will come to the podcast and we have a connection and we grow and we do all of that. But if I'm always everywhere and I'm always acting a fool, then it's almost as if, are you really doing this for real? Or are you performative? And these are the questions we have to start asking ourselves. Many people are waking up and asking themselves that question. And just like I told you when it came to Vision 2023, now you're going to have to realize that you as the professional and you as the business are two different things. How are you showing up? That is extremely important in this day and age. How are you showing up? Are you just performing and throwing on makeup? And making it look pretty, but you really ain't happy? Are you not able to take a break because you got to perform? Because if so, that's not what luxury self-care is. Luxury self-care is being able to press the buttons. Being able to really understand what you need right now and getting it. Irrelevant of money, irrelevant of time, and irrelevant of who said you can or cannot have it. I need peace. I have the ability to get it. I'm going to get it. I will not be stressed. I have the choice and decision to choose to not be stressed. I choose to not be stressed. 
I want clients to pay me full price. I've done my numbers and I know that for what I offer, it is an integrity and this price stands. I will not discount myself because someone else told me that's what I need to do. That was their survival manual. That's what they were willing to do. That's what they decided to do. And they will continue to have to perform to get a bunch of eyes on them when I'm looking for the right eyes. I'm looking for the aligned people. And when you sit in that type of power, you will take breaks. Because you have that power. When you have that type of power, you will say no. Because you can say no. You can say, hey, the price is 100. It's not 50. I'm not doing this twice. I'm doing it once. The price is 100. So it's not so much about discounting yourself. It's more about, do you know your power? Do you know that there's a wide open world for you right now that's requiring you to just keep being who you are. But if you don't know who you are, you got to ask yourself, why am I why am I transforming into what everybody else is doing? Why am I competing with everybody else on discounts? Why am I competing with everybody else on a price point? I need to get back to me. Because that's how you take the blueprint of this world and make it work for you so you can thrive. So I just want you to ask yourself these questions in this season. Listen, I ain't come on here to act crazy, but I came on here to really just get your mind flowing. It's so crazy. I was talking to um, one of our educators and she was saying that in the 100th episode, she could tell that there was more confidence in my voice versus my first episode. And when I really sat down and thought about it, I was like, you know what? That confidence didn't come from somebody else sharing with me their blueprint of how they became confident. It became my free will. I had to decide that I was done playing small. I had to decide that I was done being overlooked. I had to decide that I was done trying to put myself as the person saying, please see me, please see me. And I had to say, you know what? Listen, Queens recognize Queens. Queens don't beg gestures to see that they're queens and it may and you hearing that you may be like okay that sounds arrogant because I felt that way when I wasn't confident I was like "Woo, that sounds arrogant but then I had to realize if every person on this earth has the power to have their own empires your home is an empire it doesn't matter if you are empire of one or empire of 10,000 your home is an empire And when you can get solid in taking care of that empire at one, now God is able to give you more to bless you with more responsibility. But for me, I was so worried about contributing to everybody else's empire because I didn't feel confident that I could step firmly 10 toes down in my own. And it gave me more clarity to be under someone else's voice because then I could just use their voice to say, look, y'all, look, y'all, y'all see this? Y'all see this? And I had to be like, no. 
Stand firm on your beliefs. Stand firm on your experiences because they're given to you for a reason. God didn't bless you with someone else's life. He blessed you with your life. And it wasn't for you to idolize what someone else is doing because the life he has for you is going to require you to maintain it. And you can't maintain your gifts and your blessings with somebody else's highlight reel. You don't know the depths they were willing to go to get there. So I truly hope that this message blesses you today. If you are just in a place where you just don't know, you're confused, you're trying to figure out why life is not growing, you're trying to figure out why you're going back, you're trying to figure out why things are not looking the way they need to look, you're trying to figure out what you need to do because you got them bills due, you're trying to make it work, I'm going to tell you right now. This spot you're in is not for you to go into panic mode. It's for you to get fed up because if you're here, you've been here before, some form of another. If you are in a point where things are once again stuck, once again, you got the breakup, once again, you got another person came in your life that didn't do what they supposed to do. Once again, you got another client that came in because you discounted yourself. Once again, you got somebody that treated you like you nobody because X, Y, Z. Once again, if it's a once again, that means you are needing to get to the point where you're finally fed up to say, hey, this doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. I don't want to be aesthetically pleasing. I don't want to be politically correct. I don't want to conform and be a sheep. I don't want to sit here and act like I'm okay when I'm not. I don't want to sit here and run to everybody else to figure out what I need to do to be happy in life. I choose to be happy. I choose to be paid. I choose to be in peace. I choose to be not trying to get validated by anybody else. And when you finally get to that space, I guarantee you, it's like a light switch where it just says, you know what? Let's go. You have your own empire that's waiting on you to sit there and say, let's go. You have your own tribe that's waiting on you to get in the front seat, but you are choosing to go and hide in somebody else's flock. It is time for you to be the shepherd. It is time for you to lean on God, lean on your higher power and do what you need to do because this isolation season was necessary because when you are in a position of leadership and you having clients and having your own business and having your own career, you're a leader. So in order for you to lead other people, you got to be able to also go through the same journey. You cannot lead people to water that you yourself don't know how to get to or don't know how to drink. So in that understanding, you got the blueprint. This is what the environment demands. Harriet Tubman had the blueprint. Okay, she knew, hey, listen, when we go on this land, uh, you can't turn back around. Okay, because they out here with the dogs, they out here with the weapons, like they out here. Okay, now we're gonna do it my way because I don't learn how to maneuver in this blueprint, but you're gonna have to uh just follow along because you don't know what I know. But she found her own way. Think of the people that have all tried to escape. She could not be like, 
oh, there's always going to be a dog here. There's always going to be a man here. She had to find her own way. You have the blueprint. And the blueprint of the luxury aesthetic industry does not have enough people of color in it because you are trying to do what the people who are not even in the luxury industry are trying to do. Get clear on who you are because this environment requires you to be comfortable saying no. It will test you. It will drain you. It will eat you alive if you do not know yourself. If you see a $500 bill and you instantly take all your clothes off and lose your mind, your reputation is instantly shattered because it is that close knit. So you have to know who you are. You have to know who you are. And that's going to require you to get in your alone time. Get off these apps. Don't worry about if I don't post who ain't going to see it. Set those posts up with the frequently asked questions. Set that link up so they know where to go. And do what you need to do. Because it's time for you to stop playing around. All right, y'all. Listen, I'm going to work. So have a good day and I will talk to you later.